Hello and welcome to episode number 126 of their Giants podcast. I'm your host, Roger Munter, as always. Today I have uh, a couple interviews with you I did on Media Day uh, down at Richmond last week. Uh, one with Patrick Bailey and one uh, with a little help from uh, Coach Lipso Nava with Ishmael Mongia, who's coming back from a, a missed year with wrist injury. Before I get to those, I will just say that uh, There Are Giants has uh, no ads, no sponsors. Uh, we're completely supported by subscribers to There Are Giants website. Uh, so if you enjoy conversations with players like this, uh, you want to hear a lot more, see some video, get some first-hand observation, you're probably going to like thereagiants.com. Uh, you can sign up for a seven-day free trial, uh, get my daily post covering the entire system, uh, and if you like that, sign up for $6.99 a month. And with that, uh, I'm going to start with my interview with Patrick Bailey. Patrick's coming into a, a, a really big year going into his double-A season. Uh, you can tell from the comments coming from Farhan Zaidi, Gabe Kapler, that he is still a big part of the Giants' future catching plans. Uh, we talk a little bit about him becoming a father for the first time this offseason. We talk a lot about how he develops relationships with pitchers and what he's been doing uh, to work on the offensive side of his game. And I think you'll find him uh, a very thoughtful, uh, introspective, engaging player who is on the rise. So here is Patrick Bailey. Hey, did I hear right? Did you become our father for the first time this, this offseason? Congratulations. Thank you so much. How'd the, uh, the offseason work out go with the sleep schedule on that? It was good. Honestly, it was, uh, it was better than a lot of people were saying it was going to be. Um, it kind of got on. <laughs> Kind of got us on a sleep schedule. <laughs> Obviously, waking up once or twice a night was tough, but my wife did an amazing job of kind of obviously doing a lot of the work because that's what mothers do, and she's incredible, and I don't know how they do it, but God bless her, you know. Yeah? Boy or girl? A little girl. Nice. So you, yeah. I, I assume you're going to be able to get to see him a little more yeah. often this year, right? Yeah, they're, they'll pretty much plan on being at every home series, and then um, our home in Charlotte's about four, four and a half hours away, so she'll drive back to have help with family so it's a it's a blessing to be very, here very nice very nice and then congratulations also uh, uh you were named a minor league gold glove catcher uh this year do you, you actually get the, the the bronze glove just like the majors i haven't seen it so i don't know i'll let you know in a little bit. i'll let you know in a little bit I, you know i'm always interested with with catchers they always say you have to want to be great as a catcher to do it because the demands of the position are are so so hard how did you get started? When did you start playing, and, and what was it about the position that, that kind of stuck with you? Yeah, I, I started catching uh, pretty young, just kind of out of necessity. We had a couple of good arms on a little rec team, and um, we needed a guy that could catch. And I started doing it, and I don't really remember being in love with it right away, <laughs> but I always tell people it's like a six-foot white guy that can't run very well. There's not many places out there that he can play. Um, so I just stuck with it. I kind of figured that was going to be my uh, going to be my best chance to further my career. Um, so yeah, I stuck with it, and here we are. Do you tend to think of yourself like? I mean, obviously you do both well. Do you think of yourself as like a a glove guy versus a bat guy? Like, which part is sort of your identity? I mean, I would say my identity is my glove. Like that's all. That's what I take pride in most. Um, obviously, I want to be both, and I think I have been at times and can be probably even better on the offensive side. But you know, my 
priority and pride's always been in my, my catching and just kind of handling the stuff. Yeah, catching's a it's an interesting position because I mean there are certain things that that fans see. Right, we see the arm. You know, they have framing stats now, but so much of what you're doing is kind of behind the scenes in terms of your work with pitchers. Um, what's the kind of the foundation of how you approach, you know, your work as a catcher? I think kind of summing up everything is, uh, best way I can put it, is just I try to get the most out of each pitcher. Like, whatever that looks like, it's going to look like, it's going to look different from uh, different guys, but I've got to get to know them. i got to earn their trust. Um, and then hopefully at some point I kind of know them better than they know themselves. Like, that's my goal. Um, whether that happens or not, who knows? Probably de- determine on each guy, but that's kind of what, that's kind of what I want to, what I want to get to. Well, you know, that's fun. I, that was going to be my next question. I, when I talk to guys who work with you, the feeling I get from them is always that they feel really supported. Like, they feel like they're in good hands guiding them. How do you do that with, you know, 15 different people and maybe, like, pushing them to use a pitch that they're not comfortable with or, or getting in their face sometimes? It's like, how do you establish all those relationships? Um, I think you, you have to be pretty, uh, I guess, fluid might be a good word. Um, just in terms of, like, personality with each guy, you got to get to know if, like you said, if he's kind of the guy you kind of get into a little bit or if a guy that he needs to kind of slap on the rear end and say, hey, here we go, like, you're good. Um, so yeah, I mean it's definitely different, but I think just earning, um, earning trust of one guy, and kind of like you said, if I can have a reputation where pitchers are kind of talking amongst themselves, like they've never thrown to me before, it's like, hey, like he's gonna, you're in good hands. Don't you don't need to think. Like that's my biggest thing is as a catcher, like I want the pitcher to be on the mound and not have to think about like what he needs to do. He just like he can be committed to. A pitch um, and trust. If we can build a trust together, I think that kind of gets the most out of the guys. I, I remember seeing a, an interview with Nick Sweeney where he talked about like he didn't even think much of his changeup until you started kind of like pushing him to use it more. Now it's it's his best weapon. I, how are you seeing? What are you seeing uh, in pitchers that makes you kind of like into it? This guy should be doing this more. Or? Yeah, I mean it, it's pretty easy nowadays <laughs> with track man. You can kind of that's one thing that. Uh, and pro ball, I've kind of learned more and more as the, the data and how to kind of see if, you know, this pitch is good, if this pitch isn't good, and kind of where you should throw it and whatnot. And the Giants do an excellent job of that, of communicating to catchers about kind of what what their game plan is. Um, so I would say that's a big thing is just kind of learning the, learning the data and just kind of letting that kind of tell you what pitch is going to be good and then then you just use your eyes mm. like certain days it's going to work a little bit better than others and you kind of gotta that's when the feel of the game comes in a little bit nice you, you like digging into the data i do on both yeah. sides you like yeah. it you're hitting too for sure um well you've been spending the last six eight weeks uh, catching a lot of these guys who impressed you in camp on, um, on this squad or or, or the other affiliates either one. Oh goodness that's <laughs> trying to think to be honest I, I didn't catch a lot of these guys um, I was on the sack team for a little bit in camp yeah um, honestly new face Burgos he's got some really uh, good stuff yeah. uh, really good stuff he's got some good shapes nasty change up uh, but man we got a, we got a lot of good prospects on this team a lot of good a lot of new kind of 
free agents or trades that we've made for. So I think we're going to have a really exciting staff. Yeah, it is a, it is a really good-looking staff. Uh, so I did see you a few times uh, in spring. It looked like you were swinging really really well. Your swing was in a good place. How did you feel your, your camp went uh, on the, on the offline, offensive side? Yeah, I mean, I, f- I felt great. I thought uh, probably one of my better springs. Um, just trying to keep it up and, um, you know, kind of – take that momentum into the season early on. Kyle told me that uh, that they really made an effort to to put you in front of left-handed pitchers uh, this spring because you, you just didn't see many of them the, the last couple of years. Uh, how, how did that how did that go for you? You like retraining the the eye? Yeah, I mean it was good. It was definitely nice to kind of see some at bats, especially kind of consistently. I feel like that's probably the hardest thing as a switch hitter is. You may get a couple of bats right-handed, but they're usually not in a row, right? right? Like it's a left-handed reliever coming in, or you might see a starter, and then you'll see the righties. Um, but it was good. It was uh, very encouraged with kind of how things are on the right hand, right-handed side of the plate, and uh, looking forward to kind of seeing how it seeing how it transitions into the season. Do the the stuff they use in the cages can they can they manipulate the the technology so that it gives you the look of right-handers and left-handers, or is that not not very helpful? Yeah, no, you can. I mean, it's more simply just moving the machine to yeah. the left side of the mound and then <laughs> kind of seeing breaking ball shapes moving in or sinkers and change-ups moving away. So, what is, so you spent a lot, couple of years in, in A-ball, now we're kind of double-A. Did you have stuff you were working on on the offensive side? I mean, it, it's, it's hard because you're trying to maintain two completely separate <laughs> mechanics. Uh, but what was sort of the focus of your your off season training um, with the bat? Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of the a lot of left handed swings were um, try to hit the hit the four seam fastball a little bit better. Um, I've kind of struggled a little bit at times with four seam carry at the top, so we just worked a lot on that. And then honestly, just trying to get kind of. Back to being a little bit more hitterish. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like in college and you know, early on in 2020 at the alternate site, I was kind of a little bit more gap to gap than I feel like at times in low A and high A, I'd probably get a little bit too much kind of home run happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to get back to being more hitterish and barreling balls and um, kind of controlling what I can control. So It's easy, right? Because that's what gets all the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> get the homers. Um, each of the last two years, you've had some some time to miss. I think you had some back issues the first year. Have you learned over the course of the couple of years what you need to do with your body in order to, you know, make it through the long season? For sure. I mean, I've, honestly, I feel like I've been pretty blessed with the health of my career so far. I think I've probably missed a combined like probably two or three weeks due to health in two seasons. So, you know, God's been fortunate enough there and. Um, I kind of like a little bit what we've been doing this year so far with kind of doing light lifts every day, mm-hmm. um, kind of doing prep work stuff, and uh, yeah, it's, I feel, feel like I'm in a good spot right now. Outstanding. Well, you've uh, you finished each of the last two years uh, with a ring. Uh, a lot of your teammates uh, you've won with. Um, are you guys looking forward to try and try and pick up another one this year? Yeah, of course. Might as well. <laughs> You're here, right? Yeah. What else are you gonna do? Well, well uh, good luck. I'll be uh, I'll be here all summer, and I look forward to to watching you. Sounds good. It's gonna be great. Thank Thanks you. very much. Good to see you. You too. Now, obviously, uh, since that interview, um, Bailey has gotten off to a really good start uh, in the first weekend of play, as has the team, off to a three and zero start for only the second time in their history. 
Um, Patrick's been looking good from both sides of the plate, had some success on the right-hand side, had a couple of doubles from the left-hand side, uh, working really long at bats, which the Giants love to see. Uh, so things are, are looking good to start the year uh, with him. Um, the same is true of Ishmael Munguia, who, who came back as just the exact same sort of spark plug, exciting player uh, we last saw in Eugene. I talked to him a little bit about uh, how he how he survived the the absence from the field, what he's been working on, um, and 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 some of the origins of uh, his <laughs> his uh, unique uh, style of play. So, with the help of uh, Coach Lipsonava, uh, here's my short conversation with Ishmael Mungia. Uh, thanks very much for taking some time to talk to me. Um, so, how does it feel to get back on the field? It must be, after last year, it must be really, really nice to be out competing again, yeah? How does it feel to return to the field after having lost a year? It feels different after losing a year. De tener mucha, mucho tropiezo y pues de ahora de comenzar en un nivel alto de poder concluir el sueño. Says he's uh, feeling much better, you know, now that he's in a, in a higher level and he feels, you know, really com- confident that everything is going to be all right. It must have been incredibly disappointing coming off that great year in Eugene to lose the whole season last year. How did you just like mentally get through like a season without baseball, another season without baseball after 2020? ¿Cómo pasaste, sabes, pues de haber perdido un año y haber tenido un año super especial en Eugene? So, ¿cómo cómo te te sientes ahora? Gracias, gracias a la ayuda de mi gente, de mi hijo, de mi familia. Mi papá, mi mamá, estoy dando lo mejor ahora y pues eh, a base de la familia fue el mejor el mejor apoyo que para regresar al campo. So si si esa familia was his support, you know, through those tough tough times, you know, father, mother, uh, son, and a lot of friends, you know, that also, you know, gave him support and you know his uh, uh, to the fact that you know he's got that support and and he's he's here now. Um, so, what was your summer like? Were you able to do things besides just physical rehab? Were there things you could do um, off the field uh, to help develop your your game? ¿Cómo fue tu tu verano, o sea, el año pasado? Hiciste cosas diferentes fuera del del terreno que que te hicieron mejorar o algo. No, me propuse mejorar mi mano, mejorar mi mi cuerpo, mi físico, y para estar en una buena condición y he said he uh, focused on his body, you know, like uh, his his hand, his wrist, you know, and everything, so he could make sure, you know, he will have a great great season. One of the things that stood out about your year in Eugene was uh, you've always been a great contact hitter. You started driving the ball more in in 2021. What was sort of, what was driving that? Was it was it physical? Was it approach? Was it your swing? How did you start getting to more power without losing contact skills? Que muchas de las cosas que tú de los atributos tuyos es que pones la bola en juego, o sea, y mostraste el poder el año el año el el año allá en Eugene. Que a qué le atribuyes que que diste muchos honrones y de que o sea salió ese poder pues. Primero, gracias a Dios por la fuerza y por el por estar compitiendo todos los días. Y segundo, yo creo que fue el enfoque, el enfoque que yo tuve en cada juego, en cada turno, en, en cada situación. Y pues eh, pude poner la bola en juego y la bola 
corrió y se fue de uno. Uh, a lot of focus, you know, like he was like more men mentally focused and, you know, just concentrated on, you know, putting the uh, barrel to the ball and, you know, uh, eventually the ball, you know, start carrying more. Mm -hmm. uh, you've always been one of the one of the best contact hitters in, in the system and just amazing ability to get the bat on the ball. How did you develop that? Like, what did you do as a kid to kind of develop that so well. ¿Qué hiciste para desarrollar eso de que me pones la bola en juego mucho? ¿Fue algo que natural de donde tú naciste o, o qué, 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 qué hiciste para eso? Yo considero que, que es algo natural que, que siempre desde pequeño he venido bateando eh, y pues la concentración, como lo vuelvo a repetir, en el cajón de bateo que me hace que, que mire mejor la bola, que tenga mejor contacto a la bola y visión a la bola. Well, he was a child, you know, he, I mean, he's he saw that he had that that attribute and you know throughout the years you know he's he's been able uh with a lot of concentration and a lot of work you know like um he's able to you know maintain that and put the ball in play a lot who were the players that you you loved to watch play when you were when you were a kid cuáles eran los jugadores que cuando eras pequeño admirabas yo mi jugador favorito se llama José Altuve uh, his favorite player is Jose Altuve. Nice. Uh, well, so that brings me to another thing. Another part of your game that I think everybody has always appreciated is how much energy you play with on the field. It's a very high intensity, high energy, very entertaining style of play. Where does that come from? Where did you develop kind of that high motor? Donde desarrollaste esa manera tan tan que muestras mucha energía cuando cuando juegas y eso. La verdad que eh, me gusta jugar eh, mucho el juego de béisbol, eh, me gusta la, la adrenalina, me gusta sentir que un, que un estadio esté apoyándonos y pues los fanáticos es lo que me hacen seguir jugando y seguir jugando con la misma intensidad que se pongo siempre todos los días. Sí, 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 a lot from a fans, you know, and that drives, drives, drives him to play with high energy and intensity. Yeah, and it, it, it feeds back into the fans. I know people love watching you play. Uh, the, the last question, so the last time you were playing, you were celebrating a, a championship uh, in Eugene. A lot of the guys you're playing with this year have been winning the last couple of years. Um, do you see this as a team that's going to compete for the, the Eastern League title this year? Tú ves que muchos de los de los que jugaron en Eugene Tigo fue el, fue el equipo casi eh, campeón allá. ¿Crees que este que el equipo tiene calibre para, para ganar la, la liga? Yo no creo. Nosotros vamos a estar en una de las finales porque este es el equipo que se tomó en el 2021 y si estamos aquí es porque tenemos buen talento y un, y un buen propósito de cada uno. We have a purpose, you know, for individually and also, you know, like, uh, why not, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're used to play uh, together and, you know, there's a, there's a really good group of guys, you know, here on the team. Well, best of success. I, I've been a big fan of yours, your whole career, and I, I look forward to seeing you play this year. I've been a fanatic of your career, and I hope to see you play and get the best of you. Thank you so much, and you'll, you'll see the energetic Munguia. <laughs> That's right. Thank nice you very much, Ismael. Nice to meet you. And with that, the year is off and running. I, I really can't wait to to watch uh, Munguia and Bailey and their teammate Louis Matos and soon to get there Marco Luciano and Vaughn Brown. Uh, this Richmond club is going to be really, really exciting this year. Uh, who knows, maybe at some point Grant McRae joins. Uh, it's going to be a fun year on the on the farm. There are a lot of guys getting into the upper minors who are finally 
uh, going to have a chance to have an impact on the major league roster uh, this year and going forward. Uh, so it's it's an important season for the organization, for a lot of players in it, uh, and I can't wait to see how things go. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I will be back next week with another There Giants podcast. Uh, until then, we have games almost every day to look forward to. Bye, everyone.